Hello, everyone. I'm talking from my heart, totally freestyle, off the top of my head, no reading, no writing, no script. I'm in that kind of mood. Off the dome, this is how we doing this. So, when it comes to sex for myself, I've learned that I no longer look up pictures of attractive people on the internet and jerk off to them. Um, I don't do that when it comes to, you know, the search results being uh, strict, moderate, and off, you know, that shows adult content. I I don't do that anymore because um, it makes me feel sexually homesick and um, it makes me feel sexually incomplete. It makes me feel... Uh, sexually empty. It makes me feel sexually lonely. And I don't like any of those feelings to feel. So I don't make myself feel those feelings anymore unnecessarily. Um, because that's that causes a virtual sexuality dependency. Where you're imagining yourself doing something that's not real which is having sex with the person that you see photographed on websites it could be google yahoo bing.com what have you i also don't let most people show me racy photos sexting and sex videos and um pictures of societally um, cultural standards of beauty um, when it comes to technology. In other words, you know, you got curvy people, muscular people, supermodel looking people that society says, ooh, they're hot, they're, they're attractive. They're appealing. I don't let most people do that to me anymore because, again, I don't want to depend on technology for my eroticism and um, my sensuality, not even my sexuality. So that's a part of my sexual discipline is to for me to recognize those legitimate um, feelings. And so another thing that I've had to be mindful of is that I cannot impregnate someone without being in a romantic relationship with them. Because I feel like for me, if we create biological life together, I feel like it is best complemented with romantic life. You know, wouldn't I I love to tell my children, hey, or my child, hey, you, you know, you brought us together, right? And personally, I would not like to live alone 
while I have a kid with someone else, I want the kid and the other parent to live in the same housing as me because I feel like it's the best stability for me that uh, my life partner and our child because to shuffle homes constantly and to have different household cultures is for us I think that would be debilitating and it would be catastrophic so if we have the same rules under one home for me the child would be confused I'm not the type of person that goes around impregnating people and creating families with different people um the type of person I am I'd rather procreate with one person um I don't want to get multiple people uh, pregnant because it's much easier for me to have just one other parent when you have several different kinds of parents to me that's too taxing on my finances that's too taxing emotionally for me and that's just too taxing on memorization because I got to remember okay which child's other parent of of theirs of ours that we got to go to that's just too much traveling and too much tuition and um you know too much um too much meals you have to pay for I'm talking about groceries and at times stopping at a restaurant. So I'm not against um, out of wedlock pregnancies. I'm not against out of wedlock child rearing. I think both can be ethical as long as the people possess integrity, accountability, and responsibility. Because I feel like for me, I don't need marriage for excellent parenting. I need to be sincere. I need to be mature. And I need to be well-seasoned in my heart. I feel like I need to depend on those character virtues I have to be excellent parent. And I would say marriage would be like an option. If I were to go down that road of, hey, look, I, I want to be in a romantic relationship, but we don't have to get married if we don't want to, I would entirely leave that choice to the other parent because I would want them to feel like it's a requirement. I would feel like, hey, the best way we can parent is if We have a love life and we take care of our kids because it makes it easier for me to co-parent with you knowing that our child sees us loving each other appropriately, of course. And it feels good to know that, wow, y'all 
gave each, you know, you y'all both gave me life and it added to y'all romance. You know, I was this catalyst for y'all romance. The child was subconsciously filled that way, which is the truth. Um, some people would say, Tony, are you saying you would have a baby mama? I would say, um, I'm careful with that term because I don't use that term with everyone. Some people, if they're not offended, yes, I'll use the term. But the ones that are clearly offended, I never bring it up. If they don't ever say the word, I don't ever say the word. That's just how I am with that. But I would be open to having, you know, a child, you know, I would say, let's say I wanted to parent. Let's say I had a change of heart. I wouldn't mind having a good woman as a baby mama because it would be just one for me. I wouldn't go around being fruitful and multiplying like there's no tomorrow. I would just pick one woman and do that with her because I feel like, you know, we have the maturity also to divide, you know, to make adult decisions where we don't have to depend on any kind of government to say, hey, medically, I look out for you, look out for me. Our finances are shared. You have your account at my account. We have shared finances on some some things that we do together, but we have our separate bank accounts because it's healthy to have some independence and some collectiveness, you know, together. And I would say... We know how to, you know, let's create like our own kind of will of some sorts where in the event of sickness or death, you have this, I have that. I feel like we wouldn't need the government to tell us how to share what we need to share and what we don't need to share, how to keep that to ourselves. I'm not talking about traumatic secrecy and this is not a violation of privacy confidentiality, but it's like, okay, you need to have your own life, and I do too, but we also have a shared life together because you don't want too much individuality and you don't want too much collectiveness. At the same time, you don't want too little individuality and too little collectiveness, you know? So I feel like... It wouldn't be wrong for me because I wouldn't impregnate somebody that I would regret later because I would get to know the person. I'll get to know the woman. And I feel like, you know, if I make life with this person, even if it was outside of marriage, which I don't have a problem with when it comes to, you know, in general, and not even, I don't even have a problem because of myself. It would not be a train wreck. It wouldn't be a bus wreck. It wouldn't be a truck wreck. And it wouldn't be a car wreck. It wouldn't be a plane wreck. It wouldn't be a helicopter wreck. At all. Because marriage would be something that it would be optional for us because nothing, we wouldn't say or do anything to make each other break up with each other. We wouldn't say or do anything to push each other away in any kind of way. No cheating, no addictions, no abuse, 
no crime, no violence, no human rights violations, um, no, um, no emotional affairs, none of that, none of that would happen, um, because if I make life with someone, I know that I would want to have an exclusive relationship because we were exclusive in terms of, look, you know, we agree that we create life together. We don't create life with anybody else. So I feel like if we did that, then we have to be exclusive in relationship. I'm like, look, I can't raise my my children knowing that you know, I'm not faithful to the one that I was fruitful multiplying with is because I feel like for me, romance makes it makes me a more effective father because when I parent when I parent the child with the mother, then I I feel like love for the child and for each other, it means that the child has it easier growing up because you feel better about, wow, you know, I, um, I get to see my parents in the same car picking me up. And dropping me off, I see them kiss. Um, I see them, you know, hug each other and laying on each other. It causes the most positive memories for a child because they're like, "Wow, our, my whole life, my parents were in love with each other. They loved each other. Went on date nights, and um, and it also makes them feel like." I never saw my parents argue or fight or do anything like that. In fact, they can honestly say, um, that, you know, my, my parents, um, were able to raise me and I and there was no friction or you know between them because they were so compatible because i feel like for me to raise kids romance also it makes it easier for me to concentrate better because i want to be fully family i feel like for me fully family in this case would be we're a couple and we raise kids together. I want that full life if I went that route. Um, and I figured that would be the best route for me because also it helps me to maintain the sacredness of the two. I'm not being religious when I say that word. I'm talking about high importance where it's one thing to impregnate somebody and raise kids together, but there's no romance, no exclusivity. For me, though, 
I can't do that because when I look at my child, I see a reflection of the mother. So I feel like I'm best able to appreciate that DNA reflection when I see my child and I think of, I'm so glad that their mother is their, is my one and only. It makes me look at my child fully favorably. I'm not talking about favoritism. And plus, I feel like when I see my child and us together in the same home and we're growing together as a couple and we're growing together as parents, I feel like it's much easier for us to socialize with people and it's much easier for us to enjoy, you know, the family life we've chosen. And I feel like it's much easier for us to protect the children Um, to keep certain relatives away from us who are toxic and to have the right relatives around. So that's what has worked for me. I may have reworded myself multiple times, but it's okay to do that when you're a good person who's genuinely caring. Um, Another thing that I've really... Let's get back to marriage being optional. I feel like... Um, marriage would be the uh, in this case would be the mother's choice because I don't have a preference I don't have a preference to be married or not be married I feel like I I just want a romantic relationship you know how you would like it I'm I'm 100% happy either way it's entirely your choice and all you have to say is we're getting married and that's it we're getting married you know, you know, there, there's no pushback, there's no um, denial of it, there's no, no, that's not going to happen, because I would tell them, all you have to do is say it, and you already know that the answer is yes, you already know that what you want to do in this case is what I want to do, and what you don't want to do is what I don't want to do in this case, so I would tell them that, um, Because, you know, either way, whatever the mother wanted to do and didn't want to do, she'll have my full support excitedly on both, in both uh, situations. So, I then figured out, now, living together, um... If we had a child, would be something that I know we would require of each other to do. I do know that, let's say I was in a romantic relationship and there was no children. Let's say we chose not to have children. I would feel in my heart and my soul, personally. That living together would be optional in this case. Um, Because I understand that we're committed. 
so there wouldn't be a such thing as, you know, any kind of affliction, but we may have, we may differ on how we live. I'm not saying we're nasty. I'm not saying we're unkept and not neat at all, but you know, some people may be messy sleepers they or energetic sleepers they toss and turn and they sleep a lot so let's say they felt like hey you know we can live separately but still be faithful to each other you know i come to your house you can come to your home come to my home right and then let's say um they wanted to um picture in my head let's say they wanted to live together but in separate bedrooms like they did in the victorian style era that would be fine that's optional i don't have a requirement on that um you know some people would ask me a question that makes people think of religion as the first concept that pops in their minds they would say could you wait until you're married to have sex? And I would go, well, my sex drive is so high that it would be extremely difficult not to sleep with that person. Um, Again, I'm not a rapist. I'm not a pedophile. I never commit any sex crimes, never have, never will. I'm talking about that romantic passion that is sensual, erotic, and sexual all wrapped up in three. And yes, I'm with the person for all the right reasons, but physicality is just the icing on the cake, right? I understand all that. But for me, I feel like I my sex drive is so high, not because of trauma, but because of my nature. If I'm really picking you out of everyone else I can't physically leave you alone and no that doesn't make me a sexual harasser no that doesn't mean I don't sexually control myself well because I absolutely do um, control myself sexually well I have sexual self-control sexual self-discipline I'm just saying that I wouldn't be able to wait for very long. Um, Not because I'm weak, not because I'm bad, but I feel like I I can't just look at the person and not touch them in a lovey-dovey way. I'm one of those profoundly strong romantics, romantic person. I'm I'm a very strongly romantic person, a very strongly sensual person, a very strongly sexual person, a very strongly erotic person, a very strong energetic person, a very strongly shapeshifter person, and I'm a very strongly kinky person. Um, So I'm not a monster, I'm not a boogeyman, I'm not a natural disaster. I'm just saying that my sex drive would be too high to do that. Um, and I don't shame people who choose to wait to never have sex. Um, that That's their human right. That should be exercised by them. 
I just know for me, I, 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 and, and I just know for me that, yes, I do understand that most of the time in a relationship, you don't have sex more than you have it because of life's responsibilities, family, friends, colleagues. I get it. Um, you know, budgeting finances, what you save and spend. So most of your time spent with your life partner doesn't involve physicality, sex, kissing. I get that. But for me, after a while, I'm like, you know, I'm going to want to be lovingly primal with you. And I know for me, I wouldn't be able to have that kind of endurance, healthy endurance, not bad endurance. And I wouldn't be able to handle all that duration because it's like, but I, I treat this person well, and I see this person as a fully human being who's entitled to all their human rights. So for me, I wouldn't understand why I wait if everything we think, say, do, and feel when it comes to each other is harmless, not harmful. So I wouldn't be able to last very long because I would have to pick a person who has a sex drive as strong as me. Now, you can have a high sex drive with you and married to have sex. There are people who do that. But for me, my sex drive is so high innately I'm not I'm not a sex demon I'm not a sex maniac I'm not a sex addict um I'm not um the bad type of hypersexual I'm the healthy type of hypersexual and you can be hypersexual with one person it you know you don't have you know some people think that you can only be hypersexual um, with multiple people, but you can be hypersexual with one person too. So that's the other side of hypersexuality people don't consider. But I feel like, um, for me, I, um, I feel like if I, I love the per not if, but I know that I love the person, so I don't see why our sex would be bad in any kind of context with that that involves each other because we're not doing anything out of bad lust we're doing everything out of good love and the lust that we express is healthy because the lust comes from the love healthy our healthy lust comes from our healthy love so i feel that that's what's important um waiting until marriage to live together to raise to pet together, to kiss each other. I don't feel like I need marriage to be honorable when it comes to those things, to even sex. I feel like the honor comes from within, not from without. Like I don't, I feel like I don't need valuable documentation or to be married by religious officials or to be married by the secular court system to be a um, profoundly decent human. I feel like because I have all those traits inside of me, I don't need an institution called marriage to be humane. I don't, 
me marriage to be um, ethical. Everyone defines it differently. There are people who until marriage to kiss, to live together, to have sex, to uh, raise pets together, and let you know, raise children and get pregnant. Um, I just don't feel like I need marriage to do all those things personally. I respect people who do those things. It's just not something that I need for myself. Um, And then I feel like, um, you know, in regards to, um, you know, my life as a... um, as a person, um, I've come to the to uh, the conclusion that I do not need to be married. I don't feel that extremely strong desire to do so. Um, I feel that as an ambiamorous person. I am 100% happy in a monogamous relationship as well as polyamorous and even promiscuous relationships too. Um, I don't put a number on how many are right for me. If one person is meant for me, cool. Two, three, four or more, cool. I don't put a number on compatibility and chemistry in terms of people who can complement my extraordinariness because they're extraordinariness themselves right in terms of moral excellence um that's why I'm just focused on who's meant for me and I don't want to say it's got to be a lot or it's got to be a little because now I'm at the point where each episode I mature and I say how I feel at the time. Now I'm more into, I just want who's right. I don't, right person and or right people. I don't care if it's a person or people, you know, I just want who's right for me. And that's how I approach my sex life, my love life as it goes. So I am a romantic person I'm a I'm a lovey-dovey personality um so that's why I understand that for me I don't go around treating people as mathematical calculation formulas how many I can walk through how many I can run through how many I can jog through I don't care about any of that I just want healthy company and whatever number that life has for me, that's it. That's what I focus on. I don't focus on the number. I focus on the fact that I have wholesome companionship in my life, sexually, romantically, what have you. And, um, you know, for me, I decided that um, if I can help it, I wouldn't get married. Um, I'm not a male pig. It's not jealousy issues, not commitment issues. And I'm not hyper-masculine. I'm not chauvinist. I'm not McKee, but I'm into McKee's bravado. 
and I don't objectify women at all. Um, I just feel like the kind of purpose that I have would be too taxing on marriage. Um, and I say that because as a global parent, I raise kids around the world. And I feel like being single would best complement that because if I'm raising other, you know, raising kids with other people, especially as a new autism dad that I am, I don't have any biological children of my own, then I feel like that would take up, that would eat up so much of my time that it would cause the ruination of matrimony for myself. And I also feel like some people say, what about biological children? You know, I personally feel that um, raising kids with other people in terms of, you know, their biological kids and we co-parent together, I feel like I'm still parenting and at the same time having biological kids along with that would definitely, um, it would be too much to handle in terms of traumatic over-responsibility and traumatic under-responsibility. So I feel like I'm going to just raise kids, um, but not personally procreate, um, because I, because it, it, it gives me the right amount of concentration. I don't want to have concentration struggles. So that's how I feel. So I'm child free in terms of not personally procreating, but I'm still a parent because I co-parent our kids with other people together. But I didn't biologically help put them on earth. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the best stability for myself. Basically, my global humanitarian life would eat, would would be so prevalent that marriage wouldn't have any capacity because of it. And as a global parent, um, that is so much of my time, my energy my attention and my concentration that having my own biological children, they wouldn't get the best out of me because of it. I would be too lethargic and that is just a no-no and no good when it comes to um, biological parenting. So, um... You know, I feel like, um, I feel like, um, I'm just at the place where I decided to be honest with myself 
And, um, sexually, um, getting back to the topic of sex at hand, um, I also, uh, basically learned that Sexual chemistry and sexual compatibility is not what I will have with most people find me sexually attractive because, and this is a new, brand new reason. There's too many people in the world that are sexually fickle, sexually sometimey, sexually wishy-washy, sexually flip-flopping, and sexually sometimey. And the majority of the people in the world are like that sexually speaking and I've learned that people who want to have sex with you because of their false ideas of you and not the reality of you are never worthy of my penis nor my testicles never ever and As I conclude this episode, I want to make it clear that um, also when it comes to sex, I have learned um, to inquire of them, whoever's a potential sex partner, Will I have sexual regrets and sexual remorse later? What will be the sexual outcomes, sexual results, sexual consequences? So I factor those things in and I say, well, if it's it's sexually calamitous and all the above, then no. If it's sexually... sexual camaraderie and all the above, then I say yes. So, I I am a critical thinker when it comes to my own genitalia. I don't have time for sexually opposite day, sexually fair weather people also because they'll only sleep with me when everything is going seemingly well but when I have um adversity in my life I'm not the sex symbol that they thought was so luscious after all. <laughs>